You're listening to the Get Clear Up Podcast, a space dedicated to the female experience. I'm your host, holistic health practitioner and women's sexual health expert, Callie Shea. What is up? I feel like I never know how to start these podcast episodes. And it's really the only part I re-record multiple times because every time it sounds awkward and weird because how do you just start this conversation? But that's not what you're here for. You're not here for my quirky little intros. You are here for the good stuff. And we have a good episode today. Um, So I hope you guys are having a good Tuesday or wherever you are in the world, whatever day it is. Um, But I hope you're having a good day and I hope you're ready to learn some nutrition shit because that's what we're talking about today. You all know that nutrition is one of my favorite topics. And today we're going to squash some food shame around carbs because they're fucking great and you should be eating them. Um, When my clients and I get into this topic, I love their reactions because this instantly helps to eliminate so much food shame because societally we have a ton of food shame around carbs. Like we've heard probably our whole lives that carbs are fat or if you want to lose weight to give up carbs or that carbs are the enemy, but they are not. So listen up. Carbs are necessary for healthy hormones. Boom. That's it. You can log off now. Like that is the point of this episode. No, we're going to dig into it because our low carb rules are actually full of shit. So for most people, low carb is not the best way to support weight loss or metabolic function. What? I know this is shocking. In this episode, we are going to dive into why most women need carbs, and we're going to understand the different types of carbs. We're going to answer big questions like, is fruit bad for me? I get that one a lot. And the best types of carbs for supporting hormone health. So there are two types of carbs that are important to understand, simple carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates. Simple carbs are broken down very quickly by the body. They're naturally found in foods such as milk, fruits, many processed foods, and refined sugars. And then complex carbs are in foods like vegetables, brown rice, legumes, and they take longer to be broken down by the body. So carbs have a ton of benefits for women, and I love them for supporting balanced hormones. While they're an essential source of energy, they can also do things like support our immune function, boost gut health, support metabolic function, and more. So like carbs are pretty badass, and they're pretty necessary for our health overall as human beings with bodies, but especially as women with hormones. Low-carb diets have been all the rage since the 60s with the start of the Atkins diet, and they've been worshipped for weight loss, and for some people, they may even initially work. But in the long run, low-carb diets have been shown to increase the body's stress response, slow down our thyroid and metabolic function, and impede the body's ability to function at an optimal speed. So that means your brain, that means your energy levels, that means your ability to work out, all of those things are wrapped up in speed. A low-carb diet can also prevent ovulation or make ovulation difficult. And if you're not in the Facebook group, go join right this second. The link is in the show notes. Um, But I recently did a training on this about the importance of ovulation and why ovulation is actually the main event of our cycle. It's not our periods. Ovulation is the shit. So go watch that training. It's stored under videos in the Get Clitter at Facebook community. Um, But low-carb diets can also create a stress response that can throw off our digestive health, hormone balance, and blood sugar. So now that we have established that carbs are fucking great and that most of you need them to be healthy, happy humans, um, it's key to knowing which carbs best support hormone health. Because I'm always looking at things 
from that perspective, right? Like I'm always looking at your hormone health. What's going to help your hormones? What's going to help your gut? What's going to help you perform optimally as a woman from this perspective? So we're going to talk about what carbs are best for hormone health. One thing you should know about me is that I believe the idea of good and bad foods is utter garbage. So my goal for you is to have healthy hormones, have some damn good sex, have a superstar digestive system, be confident as fuck in your body, and to also have a positive relationship with food. Because so much of my work involves talking about food, talking about nutrition, because that's a huge aspect of your hormone health. And so I want you to have a positive relationship with it. I want you to love food, anything that goes in or near your mouth. And I mean, anything, I want you to love it and enjoy it and for it to be fun. So we can be healthy and also enjoy food. I remember when I was dealing with my own slew of health issues and that for me also included some disordered habits around food because I was so scared of food that I really didn't believe that it was possible to be healthy and also have a good relationship with food because food always looked like sacrificing or I had to cut something out or I had to be restrictive. So if you are in that boat, you are certainly not alone, but I want to remind you that you can be healthy and also enjoy food. Those are not separate things, right? They can live harmoniously. So while I'm going to explain the best carbs for hormone health, and I'm going to explain how sugar impacts our hormones since it is a carb, I'm also going to explain how you can have that piece of cake and not think another damn thing about it other than how fucking good it is and how much you want another one. So for hormone health, we want to focus primarily on carbs that break down slowly in the body. So complex carbohydrates are a friend to your hormone health because carbs that break down quickly spike insulin levels. And insulin is our main focus, right? Insulin helps the body to use glucose and works to maintain balanced blood sugar. When our insulin gets spiked quickly by something like a simple sugar, it increases our production of estrogen and can also impair the the body's ability to neutralize excess testosterone, meaning that you've just got this testosterone roaming around in your body, which can cause um, your body to be heavy in androgens. So one of the best ways to maintain balanced blood sugar is to start the day with a high-fat, high-protein meal and then have higher-carb meals for lunch and dinner. This can help to prevent any crazy like insulin spikes first thing in the morning, and it helps to stabilize your blood sugar throughout the day. So one of my favorite ways to start the day um, is with some chicken sausage. I'm obsessed with it right now. I'm going through a chicken sausage phase, Um, and I will saute it in olive oil. So there's my fats, and then I will also throw in some kale right on top a ton of it. Cause you know, that shit cooks down. Um, I threw a ton of kale in there. I saute all of that for like what, maybe total of six minutes, like not even, that seems like an over-exaggeration, um, until just everything's warm because I hate anything to be even remotely room temperature or cold. Like my food's got to be piping hot. And so put all of that into a, onto a plate and then I will drizzle maybe some more olive oil, or I will do some hemp seeds on top for some added protein and maybe a piece of toast or two. And that's my breakfast. So I'm not getting no carb, but it's lower carb and high fat, high protein to stabilize my blood sugar throughout the day. It fuels me immediately. I've got that protein immediately. And honestly, it's so good. And I love that consistency and having some routine in my breakfast. Now, mind you, I mix my meals up. I do not have the same thing every single day. The body loves variety and we should never eat the same thing every single day. But that's just an example of like what my breakfast looks like um, when I'm following this blood sugar balancing magic right here. So I want you to shoot for most of your carbs to come from sources that break down slowly and or have a low glycemic index. So some of these sources include berries, sweet potatoes, steel cut oats, legumes, brown rice, leafy greens, cruciferous veggies, 
But remember how I said that you can still have that chocolate cake, how you can still enjoy food, how you don't have to feel restricted. This is where that comes in. Because even though you're going to shoot for most of your carb sources to come from complex carbs that break down slowly, when you do eat something that breaks down quickly, when you have a fast-burning carb, for optimal blood sugar balance and hormone support, when you're consuming something like that, so like white potatoes, white rice, white bread, um, white pasta, candy, sugar, combine them with a fat and a protein to help prevent insulin spikes and slow down digestion. So just as a rule of thumb, think about building your meals as a carb, fat, protein combo. Sugar and processed foods have their own issues beyond insulin um, because they can contribute to other imbalances and can create an inflammatory response. And all of that goes beyond the scope of this specific episode, but I'm happy to dig into that into a further episode. Um, But having a major sweet tooth myself, what works for me is to avoid processed sugars and most processed foods. I try to opt for low GI sweeteners, so low glycemic index sweeteners, and to indulge in moderation. I don't do this from a place of shame. I do this to support my goal of balanced hormones. And that's really the question to ask yourself with everything you're eating. Like, how is this supporting my hormone health? How is this supporting my gut health? How is this nourishing me? And nourishing me can look, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally. These are just ways that you can start checking in with your body around food and around the meals that you're having so that you can feel like you have health and that you also feel like you have a healthy relationship with food. Because like I said, they can coexist. So where does fruit fit into all of this? And I get this question a lot because we hear bad things about sugar and then it's confusing because fruit is a source of sugar. Well, because whole fruit is also a source of fiber, it digests a little slower than other simple carbs. So the suggestion when it comes to fruit is around three servings per day. So play with that and see what works best for you because everybody's body and their carb threshold is so different. So just figure out what makes you feel good. Dr. Laura Bryden, author of Period Repair Manual, which is like my Bible, the Holy Grail, it's the best book I've ever read, um, says that women should opt for around 150 to 200 grams of carbs per day. Like I said, everyone's carb threshold is a bit different, so it's important to explore and see what feels good for you. So I want you to remember that ultimately, carbs should make you feel energized and satisfied, but not overly full. And I want you to remember that you're just shooting for well-rounded, balanced meals to support your hormone health and to support your mental health and your emotional health because food can be really fun. It can be very enjoyable. It does not have to be stressful. So I hope that this helped squash some carb shame for you and that you feel comfortable going and eating your sourdough bread or that you feel happy going and drinking your smoothie and enjoying your fruits. Like go live, enjoy yourself. You can have that balance of health and also enjoying food. So thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have any feedback, any questions about this episode, go jump into the Get Clitter at Facebook community. The link is in the show notes. Ask your questions, start a discussion. Everyone in there is super fucking amazing. And it's just the warmest, most beautiful community. I'm so grateful for it. So go hang out in there, make some friends, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Get Clitter at Podcast. We release a new episode every single week, so go ahead and hit subscribe. We'd love for you to leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. You can learn more about myself, your host, Callie Shea, by visiting my website, CallieShea.com, or by visiting my Instagram, at CallieShea. If you want to stay in the loop with what's happening on the podcast, you can follow at Get Podcast on Instagram.